I V M. Hi. You're listening to IVM Daily. Hello and welcome. This is IVM Daily, a show which allows us to bring a diverse range of topics, ideas, and discussions to our listeners. And I'm Swati. Today, I'm joined by a person who knows the Bombay film industry from really close quarters. A film journalist who has seen the transition in the overall culture of film reporting. I do not want to associate this fact to her identity, but I have to mention that she is the journalist who called out Sajid Khan for his obnoxious behavior while she was doing her job of interviewing him. Karishma Upadhyay is with us. Thank you for accepting my invitation, Karishma. Thanks for inviting me. And my first question, before I, you know, start discussing the changes that you've witnessed, I wanted to know when did you start and where? So I actually started writing for newspapers when I was in Delhi, when I was still a student. Okay. And um, I used to write for the campus pages of uh, Hindustan Times, uh, the supplement for Hindustan Times. And I think for them, it was kind of easy to send a cub reporter like me to... Um, interview minor celebrities who were visiting the city so and that's how it you know it started for me i think one of my earliest interviews was somebody like a lucky ali hmm. or or like a rageshwari those were the days when indie pop was kind of happening this is like this is really long ago uh, so about like late 1990s 90s. Yeah. and uh, and then i moved to to bombay to uh, to study journalism at st xavier's Hmm. And while I was studying there, I started freelancing for the Times of India. Hmm. And again, they, they used to have these supplements for like various suburbs called West Side Plus and North Side Plus. Uh, and again, there was a demand for uh, celebrity interviews. And that's what I started doing. So I remember when I moved here, um, interviewing people like uh, Nikhil Chinappa and Insider's brochure because those were like you know yeah the popular culture was exactly, just setting in exactly in those televised uh, terms exactly yeah. so yeah so that's how I started one of my first jobs here was with the Bombay Times mm. uh, I I wrote on television on films I also did some crime stories and reported on the Indian Navy for a bit okay so yeah. but primarily I've always just written about celebrities hmm. um, and film stars. So it's been almost two decades now, yes. right? <laughs> so 20 years of your career and you've mentioned in the article that you've written recently about the changes that you've mentioned and witnessed. I wanted to know that uh, you, you wrote at length about how it was easy for you to access film sets, to talk to film stars at that particular point in time, which has become more and more difficult later on and now it's extremely difficult to get those 30 minute interviews which probably used to happen before so how do you see that this access was possible at that time only because there were less people writing for films less people going to interview them do you see any other reason for that um it no it basically has to do with the fact that there were fewer of us there were like a handful of journalists and every new journalist who was kind of introduced into the system was taken around by a senior you know to like movie sets which is what happened with me um and introduced to people saying okay so she is a new person in this magazine and she will be representing us henceforward or mm. you know like you should know her um and it was it was quite easy to kind of you know blend into that world i really don't think film stars today even know the names of half the journalists yeah. 
who go out to interview them simply because a there's so many hmm. and b the churn is so high. I have people who remember me from my earliest jobs because I was probably one of the four people that they saw hmm. on like a weekly basis, if not like a monthly. I mean that just makes a huge difference because the way you know them the way they know you is you know that is this trust that kind of forms they either love you or they hate you hmm. or if they're okay with you and you don't want to be friends with them at least you know you can walk up to them and say hi i want to talk to you about xyz which doesn't really happen today so it is primarily like at the bottom of it all it is about the number of journalists that there are and So do you remember any particular celebrity who you interviewed and was really warm to you really nice all of them yeah across the board it, it, it I remember it used to be very overwhelming as well on on, on a lot of levels uh when somebody like say Mr Bachchan hmm. would actually like take the time to talk to like a I don't know I must have been like 26 27 year old at that time hmm. probably hadn't even seen all of his films right but he took the time to you know have a conversation beyond the interviews hmm. which is not something that, i mean it's unthinkable today hmm. that that an actor or even a journalist will waste a second of the precious 15 minutes that you get yeah on conversation that's not on record hmm. so i mean all of them were just like really i remember any m- memorable interview I got I really can't pick one. I remember interviewing uh, one of my earliest when I started writing about films was uh was Rahul Khanna. Um I think 9 uh, 1947 was released. Earth? I can't remember. Yeah. 1947. Yeah. Earth? yeah. yeah. Uh, I think just before the release of that film and mm. my my recorder didn't work. So <laughs> which is like a classic like yeah. horror tale Nightmare in the life yeah. in a journalist's life. Completely. <laughs> um and and you know he was patient enough f- to do the interview like again hmm. at a time that i wanted to i mean essentially what happened was i was on a deadline and i i couldn't wait for when he was free so i had to force him and i'm like no 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 you have to talk to me right now and he's like he was gracious enough to do it he didn't have to hmm. so or somebody like a sushmita like incredibly warm uh, just always would would serve the best coffees in the world during her <laughs> interviews. So yeah, I mean I I really can't pick one but hmm. just across the board there was this nice camaraderie. Yeah. So when did you actually realize that everything has started changing? How did you start how It was did you very gradual. Yeah. Like one day you could call them directly and the next you couldn't. Hmm. And you couldn't figure out like what changed. what has changed so i i remember it was very strange for a lot of my colleagues who were slightly older than me hmm. who were a little more set in their ways i was still you know wasn't i didn't take for granted that somebody would pick up my call whereas these guys did because they'd been in the business for 10 years 15 years more than me and they had like a really hard time accepting that they actually now had to go through a publicist to get through to the actor who they thought was their friend the world has changed completely completely or uh, you know how sto- like earlier we went out looking for stories hmm. and suddenly we had to wait for stories to be fed to us and that changed drastically or or, or you had publishers telling you that you couldn't carry something yeah. and you can't ask certain questions also oh Sometimes god yes yeah. that is just like that that i still struggle with today so i 
they tell me I can't ask something, I nod and say, okay, and then I still go ahead and ask if I, if it's a question that I think is important. Hmm. You know, Anushka Sharma's managers um, constantly are telling journalists not to ask, especially before they got married, not to ask yeah. about Virat. Um, and honestly, Anushka was doing such great work just with her career that I was okay not asking. Not asking You know, him, because yeah. I mean, she's not, it's not like... She, You're I mean, going to interview Anushka Sharma for, for what, her, exactly, yeah, for what she is. Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, I, I would probably think of asking her about her relationship mm. if it kind of affected her work in any way or made a difference. But it didn't. So there I was like, okay, I'm, I'm fine not asking her about Virat because that's, I mean, she doesn't want to talk and she's made it very clear. Mm. So then why push beyond the... Uh, that's personal, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I have actually always been very uncomfortable asking the personal questions. Mm. I've always believed if if I'm going to be uncomfortable answering somebody else's questions about my personal right. life, yeah. then I shouldn't be asking them either. Absolutely. So if the other person wants to talk, I'm like, great, tell me more. Mm. But if you say you don't want to talk to about your personal life, I'm fine. So do you find this ironical that, you know, as the film industry became more and more corporatized and... Uh, more organized companies came into production and social media access and everything, which should have made them more accessible. It has actually created a kind of distance between, you know, journalists and the celebrity. And there's a kind of a wall now which exists. You cannot access them and, uh, you know, have those nuanced, natural, free-flowing conversations. So, how do you understand this irony of situation right now? Actually, I don't really see it as an irony. It's um, it's act- we're mirroring pretty much exactly what's happened what's happened in the West or how they function. Hmm. Except for the paparazzi, m- most actors are beyond access for hmm. regular journalists. Yeah. Unless and or unless they are on a, a press junket. And um, here, at least, we get, like, X amount of time with our actors. There, you are, like, you know, herded into a room with, like, a bunch of other journalists and you do group interviews. It's very rare to get, like, one-on-one access unless your publication is doing, like, a cover or a big interview. Hmm. So, what we're doing here is almost exactly what happens there. Hmm. Except, of course, we the paparazzi culture here is like very very new and that we get a little more access in our interviews we still have like the option of a one-on-one there is still that off chance where you can reach out to a celebrity and ask for an interview even if they're not promoting um something Hmm. the only difference that i see from you know from what hollywood does and how we do it is in the magazine interviews uh what happens here is that we have a photo shoot and like you're assigned about 40 minutes for an interview and that's about it. And, you know, that's the end of that. And so there's no time for like a really nuanced, deeper piece. Whereas what they do in Hollywood is that the actor um, or his people will choose the activity Hmm. that the star wants to do during the interview. So you could have somebody who wants to go horseback riding and your interview happens over like a horseback riding session in Mm. the deserts of whatever. And then they always have the option of going back and meeting them multiple times. So I remember reading this great Matt Damon interview where the journalist went back on the sets in Central Europe to interview Matt Damon thrice Mm. over a space of like some four months. And that, I mean, you know, so if you're not just sitting in a nondescript room and talking or or a makeup fan and talking to an actor 
for like 40 minutes vis-a-vis mm-hmm. you know doing an activity that gives them like that gives you an access to like who they are beyond the movies and beyond the rehearsed answers that that's like the difference between um you know film journalism there and film journalism here mm. so now that you're talking about you're comparing mm. uh, the two east and the west mm. what do you think about film journalism and specifically bombay film industry you know it's a huge industry mm. and the state of film journalism <laughs> here what do you think about it you know they're they're just really different levels of of film journalism anywhere so you have like your tabloids mm. you have you know your really serious pieces yes. uh, people who look at films academically and then there is you know there are people somewhere in the middle who ask questions like aapka is film mein role kya hai mm. and that's like all that they ask yeah. um so it's i mean it's not very different yeah you i mean you look at the west there is there is enough trash hmm. and more as in it's it's actually probably worse than we have it here they have the middle of the road there and they have the academic so it, it's fine i mean yes no one's probably doing the more investigative pieces yes yeah but i don't even know if there are so many that many investigative pieces to be done hmm. you know what i mean i mean at the end of the day um it's n- it's not rocket science yeah not just about investigative pieces i think we have not explored the industry or the technology itself of cinema if you see like you know people who work behind cameras cinematographers we know but there are so many professions so sure. many people who work women who have worked hmm. like women history in cinema is something which everyone you know in the world if you talk to people and especially academics they all worry about this hmm. invisibility of women hmm. in film history it's hmm. a huge matter There's of concern there's a new book out uh, yes which is i believe i haven't read it as yet but it looked really exciting about uh, the women in power uh, hmm. within the hindi film industry which i thought was a great subject so like so so because uh, to certain extent journalists are actually creating those evidences if you see if hmm. they go and talk to people they create evidence some sort of documentation if if we don't do that then it doesn't happen and that's hmm. why there is a huge responsibility of doing stories uh, my next question to you is in the context of the uh, calling out of sajid khan mm-hmm. and um you know the, the the fraternity of journalist per se it's it's so ironical again that those people who are supposed to bring out stories they themselves are not able to you know speak out it's it's sort of intersectionality being a woman and then be a professional mm-hmm. these are two things that combine mm-hmm. but uh do you think that have we made enough noise even now naming all those big people and big names in the industry why journalists are also not capable of doing that just because of their jobs no i mean there is a power dynamic there is a, a you know where at the time this happened with me i was a cub reporter hmm. easily dispensable um i wasn't going to take on you know a no name actor um hmm. uh there there was the whole stigma about talking about stuff like this you know in, in no one talked about being molested or 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 flashed or stuff like that in public so there was that things have changed so there we have seen a mm. lot more women come out in the last couple of weeks but um it it's going to take time man you know it's very hard to judge 
why a woman is not speaking out regardless of the profession that she's in because mm. her profession really doesn't matter when uh when you're confronted with trauma of that kind uh it doesn't matter whether you know if you're a politician or or a teacher or a housewife you just react as a woman hmm. and then your choices are not um, of whether you will speak about it or not speak about it your profession has nothing to do with it hmm. as for whether we've made enough noise i think we have you know i i know that sajid is uh is been investigated yes. by uh his director notice and all those things have happened yeah yeah and the directors uh, association is investigating the matter we've been called to record our statements uh so there is a lot being done he's you know uh, actors have lost out on work people have lost their jobs mm-hmm. so it is a first step it's not going to happen immediately i don't even know how m- i mean I'm not one of those people who believes that whatever ha- has happened with the Me Too movement in the last three weeks or four weeks is going to stop any kind of sexual harassment hmm. or abuse. But I hope that people, you know, wh- even if there's one man out there who's a little more scared of of harming another woman or or a man, and if there is a a, a person who survived trauma like this now has the courage to talk about it, I'm happy with. with whatever i've little part i played with this then thank you so much karishma for joining in and yes i think that there is a lot of work to be done as far as film journalism is concerned that was all for today we are on social media platforms facebook twitter instagram and of course on ivm podcast so stay tuned to us thank you so much for listening bye bye